What up, everybody? This is Daryl Woods with the Master Your Day, Master Your Life podcast, where we deconstruct the day of the exceptionally successful so that you can learn the secrets of mastering your 24 hours. And today, we have an exceptional guest, Stephen Ozier. Steve is president and principal of Contravest Builders. He's been personally involved in the development of over 8,000 apartment units. Steve served five years in the United States Army as an Airborne Ranger, Armored Cavalry Officer, and four additional years in the Florida National Guard. Now I'm convinced that he thinks he can out-jump rope me, but we'll get into that later into the show. But ladies and gentlemen, Steven Ozier. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate that uh, kind introduction. Yeah, absolutely, man. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the jump rope part here later. But to me, the first question, yep. Steve, it's obvious to me that you've gained a level of mastery over your life, which means you've learned how to master your day. But I know you didn't get here overnight. So tell us, what was that pivotal moment for you when you began to take your day serious? You know, Daryl, uh, I've been very blessed in my life. And uh, as you read in, in the bio, um, I, I did attend uh, military school. Prior to that, I was an athlete and, you know, was blessed to have great coaches. And I want to say there was a pivotal time, but I guess a pivotal word that really uh, applies to your day is, is discipline. And I think anybody listening here, to include yourself that have been involved in athletics and had good mentors and coaches, coaches is, um, you know, that word discipline and, and uh, breaking down a, a practice or a problem and, and, you know, solving it step by step. Um, <clears throat> so when I was in military uh, school at the Citadel, it's a military college and, um, you know, we a very structured environment and, you know, your day is kind of planned out for you. And, and really getting into that, that repetition was foundational for me to, you know, understand, I guess you would say the value, right? Kind of like what the value of, of discipline in, in all aspects, you know, your personal life, your academic life, your relationships, you know, and then later on uh, business, you know, uh, that was probably the foundation mm-hmm. And a little, little side story on, on the, the word discipline, uh, which, you know, you, we hear that a lot. And uh, there was a, a guy, a, a leader at uh, the Citadel. And I remember he used to, he was a really a big loudmouth, uh, just kind of a funny guy. <laughs> and he would always uh, yell in the barracks. It was an open barracks, you know, echo. And, and he would say, uh, as a freshman, you're called an a knob um, <laughs> kind of stands for there, there's two there's two stories to that one is that you, you get your head shaved so you look like a doorknob <laughs> and, then, and then the other explanation is uh, you're a knob which means nobody oh, uh, yeah. but i kind of like the doorknob uh, approach but he used to say he would say he would scream you know a really deep voice around the barracks or echo and he'd say knobbies discipline is the key to success. And then we'd have to, you know, follow it up. You know, it's our discipline is the key to success. So uh, at a young age, uh, that actually uh, was uh, pretty impactful to me because that's really what we were living in, right? This discipline. So I would say in college, that was very helpful. And, uh, you know, kind of a guide on, 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 you know, taking advantage of the day. Hey, this is the time you do this. This is the time you do that. Uh, you know, breaking down the day and, and really getting the benefit of that, you know, so I would say it kind of answers the why, why is discipline important? Why is planning your day important? So then as you know, I evolved, got, it was in the military, obviously you're in that same environment of, of kind of a structured day and, 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 and all these 
minutes and hours in very different capacities are accounted for. And, uh, you know, is more reinforcement of, hey, why is breaking down your day important? So, again, continuing to be sold on that internally of, hey, you know, if I apply these same uh, habits and traits to my business day, you know, when I got into the workforce and I was in sales and <clears throat> you, you know how important that is and structure and activity and, you know, analyzing your results and going back and, you know, having a set, um, uh, I don't want to say mantra, but that's, you know, being disciplined in what you're telling yourself, but also in, in, in what you're doing. So in the world of sales, I learned pretty quick was, Hey, we want to focus on results, but if you're not getting those results, you got to go back to your activity. Mm. Meaning what am I doing on a daily basis to, uh, you know, we always start with the end in mind. Hey, this is our goal. This is what we want to do. And then if we're not getting there, hey, let's go back and look at what we did over that last day or last week or last month. So really, you know, there wasn't a quote, aha, wake up moment. But for me, I guess when I started working at getting out of the military where you weren't surrounded by these, you know, very rigid and, and, and disciplined uh, structured days and, and, and environment. But when you're in sales, really in your car, on your own, working from your house, you know, they give you a lot of rope to hang yourself. So I would say back when I got out of the military that I really started to embrace the, <clears throat> hey, if it is to be, it's up to me. Wow. You know, I, I, I have all this experience, have all these experiences of where it worked. Why would it not work here? Wow. And um, so I would say at that point, and then, you know, the other part of that too is, you know, again, foundationally for me, the, 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 the education at military school, and it's not the answer for everybody, you know, it certainly was for me, but, um, doesn't mean you have to be in the military to get the benefits of all that. But, um, the military was always uh, big on professional development mm. and learning and, and learning your, your craft or your trade. And then of course, when I got out of the military, I, you know, same thing is, Hey, well, if I'm in sales and nobody's trained me, there's gotta be somebody out there that's done it. So I found a few, uh, uh, mentors and, you know, uh, professional development type, you know, like Tom Hopkins and maybe Tony Robbins, Zig Ziegler. So taking that discipline and taking a part of my day to say, what part of my day is personal growth? Just like we talked about jumping rope and athletics, you know, what part of it is, is going to be committed to personal growth and beginning with the end in mind of, Hey, I want to get better. I want to make more money. I want to, um, you know, succeed in my job. Um, and that was where, you know, I really, from a, again, uh, uncounseled or not somebody telling me to do it was when I got out of the military and was kind of a, a boat drifting, in the great ocean of, of the world is, Hey, let's set the rudder and let's, you know, let's, let's fall back on those lessons and set my day. Hey, this is the time I work out. What day, what time is that best for me? Is it the afternoon? Is it the morning? You know, where's what time to, uh, to read and grow or, or listen to tapes, uh, you know, find great people like Daryl Woods to, to learn from, <laughs> you know, things like that. So, Again, long answer to your short question, but 
for, for me, I would say it was really in the mid nineties when I got out of the military that I kind of pulled, opened up that toolbox of tools I had and said, Hey, these, these are, these are pretty good tools. Let's, let's use them. And, um, but you know, that's great. Hey, that's awesome. Right. But if you don't have the discipline to sit down at your desk and open that book or, or, or put that, uh, today would be, you know, podcast or, you know, at the time when I was putting a, a cassette tape in my car, as I was driving to, to learn about sales versus listening to the radio, um, you know, it takes discipline yeah. to, to do that. It's great to talk about, but you can look at that jump rope all day long, but it ain't going to jump itself. Right. You know? That's <laughs> it. <laughs> no, man, you, know? you, you've said so much and so much content built into what you said. Um, just some, some things that sticks out. First of all, one thing that I got from what you said is, is there's levels to this, right? So he started True. off his journey and, you know, high school with his coaches and going into military school and going to sales. Like I'm told, I'm sure like his day has constantly improved from when he first started. So there's levels to mastering your day. Another uh, cool thing you, you talked about, which I, uh, Zig Ziglar, who I love, um, but he has a quote that says, people often say that motivation doesn't last. Well, neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. You got to <laughs> yeah, do it. You got to do it every day. Look, yeah. look I, you know, people talk about, I had a good day. I'm like, okay, let's do it tomorrow. Let's do it the next day. Let's do it the next day. Let's do it the next day. So you, you talked about that in your story, but uh, I just want to ask you, like, you know, again, it's all, it's about every day and it's about discipline, but what, what would you say, what would you recommend to someone who says, look, I didn't go to military school. I, I didn't have coaches in my life early on what would you recommend to them to start to take control of their day? Uh, first of all, find, find a coach. You know, there's plenty of them out there in a sense of like Zig Ziglar or Tony Robbins or Daryl Woods. You know, I yeah. mean, they're out there. So to say I didn't have them, great. You know, dust yourself off and, and, and find one. Nice. But, you know, the discipline piece, I, I just read a book, a great book called um, – Atomic Habits nice. and by a guy named James Cleary, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe he could be, be your mentor, your coach, but start small. And even on the, you know, I talk to people I work with or whatever, and like, Oh yeah, you, you, you can work out, you work out five days a week or, you know, jump rope like Daryl Woods, you know, <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, I don't have time for that. You know, I, I'm a mom or I'm a dad, I'm working, you know, I'm traveling. I said, okay, fair enough. Get it. You're right. Do you have time to do two push-ups in the morning right, wow. before you brush your teeth? You know, do you have time to do two sit-ups in the morning? Do you have time to read one page in that book? Absolutely. You read your social media feed. <laughs> you, know, you, read it. You, you know, so you have to reframe it. And, and that's where that discipline comes back to really humbly look. You got the end in mind and humbly look back at what are my habits and what am I really doing during the day? You know, I know you've probably heard many people talk about uh, journaling when they're dieting. Yeah. Right. And, and well, are you journaling what you did all day and, and find those it, it, Daryl, it's as simple as one push up a day, Wow. one page in the book a day. You know, I don't, if anyone's ever experienced a, a roof leak in their house, Oh, it's just a small leak. Well, before you know it, the whole floor is destroyed because of this one little drip, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it can work to your advantage too. you know, one page a day. And in 30 days, you've got 30 page pages uh, read. Right. 
you know, that you ne- didn't read the year before, the month before. So it starts small. And 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 once you do it, it becomes repetitive. It's a habit. And it it is easy at that point. Uh, it's never easy to get started. But again, I go back to that word discipline. It's yeah. like, hey, and I'm the same way I'm working out, Daryl. Um, you know, sometimes I get bogged down this and that. I'm like, you know what? The act of putting on my workout gear even if it's run down to the end of the street and touch the mailbox and come back, even though I really wanted to run three miles mm-hmm. or I wanted to work out for 30 minutes, I've got five minutes right now. Just go do it. Wow. wow. I'm not going to, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to set world records. I'm not going to, but you know what? It's that action. It's that discipline. So when you say, Hey, yeah, woe is me. I don't, I never had coaches. I didn't go to military school. Great. Not, either did a lot of people that are successful. Uh, that's not a guarantee of success. I know people, my classmates, people that were in the military that aren't successful. Wow. Um, so I, I hear you. And, and and that's a great question, but you can start today. Wow. Wow. No, not tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Today. Today. Get down. I love that. Today. <laughs> you got to start today. today, y'all. Not, 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 not. Tomorrow, not not the next week. You got to start today, and that's amazing. Thank thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And one one of the things I got out of that is you talked about the book Atomic Habits. I love that book as well. And oh, I, I've, I've been working through the balance of habits, but also a concept called rhythm. And w- when you were talking about, you know, you just got to start, right? What 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 I hear when I hear that is. You just got to get in the rhythm of doing things. Like once you get in the rhythm of doing things, it's hard to revert back to not doing it. What happens is we get in the rhythm of doing negative things and it's hard to get out of that rhythm. But you just got to put yourself on a rhythm where you're doing the positive things every day. Like for me, any day, like I'm religious about jumping a rope in the morning. The first thing I do, I'm going to jump a rope. Like if I don't do that. I feel awkward. I feel weird. I, it, it just doesn't feel right because I'm in that rhythm. So mm-hmm. do, does that resonate with you? Absolutely. You know, as humans, we acclimate uh, real quick. Now, it won't be a rhythm at first. Right. And that's where the discipline comes in. But yeah. once you get in, you know, people do more of what they do and they do less of what they don't do. Wow. So, so you know, again, if, if, if you're in the morning getting up and, and reading, and then you read the next day, and you read the next day, and then all of a sudden you're gonna you're gonna miss it. Wow! And that's where, uh, for me, uh, again, personal growth I, I think is tremendous, and 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 uh, or tremendously important. What what is the trajectory? Whether it's physical, like you just mentioned, whether it's reading, whether it's spending time with your kids or your family. But I know we're kind of talking specifically about work, but it, 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 the the same mechanisms apply to all aspects yeah. of our lives. So first of all, make the decision, and you know, I hate to be cliche as with cliche like with Nike, but just do it. Just do it. You know, it, it ain't going to be pretty, and you're probably going to screw it up, but that's okay. You know, get in, like you said, get in the rhythm, and, and eventually you will acclimate. You know, we you mentioned working out. Diet's the same thing that our bodies will reach that plateau, right? So we're in this rhythm. We're like, Hey, I've kind of lost my, my gains I was getting before. Well, we have to change it up. You know, that's why we don't work the same muscle every day in in weight training. Um, same thing, you know, you kind of reach that plateau, uh, in all aspects. So you just, you, you, you get into that rhythm and, and, and you got to change it. But 
you know, the, the habits are, are critical to that. Yeah, um, no, that's good. And, and you, you said something key here, and I'm, I wrote this down for myself. People do more of what they do and less of what they don't do. I mean, it's so simple, but it's, right. it's something that you can you can overlook. And that's that's great. Another thing you, you talked about is just doing it. Um, there's a, a famous speech out there by Art Williams. I'm not I'm not sure if you're familiar with him. Yeah. I know Art Williams. Uh, yeah, here, uh, from America, right? Yep, A.L. Williams. Yep, A.L. Williams, and he has a speech out there called "Just Do It." It's, I listen to it at least once a week. Um, but he says, uh, "Art, you can count on me." He says, "Super duper, just do it." Right? So people can say all this stuff like that that they're going to do, but you gotta just do it. Just do it every single day. So w- with that, um, oh Steve, we, we want to go to the next phase here. We we want to see like what does the life and day of Steve look like um, from the time like you open your eyes to the time you go to sleep. Just just walk us through your day. Yeah, well. As I've gotten older, um, and I'll send this message to the younger people, sleep is critical. Wow. You, you, you know, let's talk about before I wake up, you know, it's it's being committed to getting a certain amount of rest that you need. And and, and for me, uh, you know, I, I like to say, um, you know, seven is heaven and eight is great uh, nice. for me. Wow. You know, certain people only need four hours and they're good to go. That's not me. You know, yeah. so know what you need. Uh, minimum, I need six hours of sleep. So I want to schedule, you know, the end of the day. It's like, all right, uh, even if I'm going to have what, what I call mindless activity and sit and watch, you know, cat videos on YouTube or or some ridiculous, you know, Seinfeld or something I call mindless activity yeah. um, but before I go to bed. But yeah, so I get in bed, so I get up, um, you know, I, I got my clock set for 540 uh, I, I get up, um, I brush my teeth, kind of shake out the sleepies. And then I, um, I sit down to read. Uh, that's my, my first, my first thing. So wow. I try to be, uh, working out by, by 7 AM mm-hmm. and, and I only, I only work out for 20 to 30 minutes, nothing more because look, if I'm scheduled to work out for two hours, first of all, I don't want to work out for two hours. <laughs> right. Uh, but I will find every excuse in the world. I cannot fit two hours in. Wow. Right. I mean, we'll all say it, but there's no way I can work out for two hours. Yeah. Uh, and I have, right. I don't enjoy it, but so I, I commit to, you know, 20 minutes of, uh, you know, working out and, you know, there's a lot of resources for that. You've got free videos on YouTube. Uh, you know, people like, I feel, I don't know what to do. I don't know. How, okay, great. Go on YouTube. It's free. You can find 10 minute workouts on YouTube. Um, I, I used to subscribe to, and I actually, I still do a, a beachbody.com and I get with a buddy or a friend and, and we would, you know, go through a, a whole series of, you know, a six week, eight week type deal. So anyway, so I have workout time and that changes up between, you know, some lightweight training mm-hmm. to, to running and I include some jump rope in there. And then, you know, uh, that's usually over by seven thirty, eight o'clock. I'm spending a, a few, few minutes with, with my wife and my kids, you know, school's a little different today because of the, the coronavirus, but so I try to be, uh, either, uh, at the office or at my desk, uh, you know, by, by eight thirty, quarter to nine, many times because of, you know, obviously still cell phones and emails, you're kind of working. And <laughs> as before I get to my desk, yeah. uh, cause we're able to do a lot more mobile today. And then, you know, then it's game on from, you know, eight thirty, eight thirty, quarter to nine till, um, you know, I, I would like to say I'm, I'm committed to getting home for, for, for dinner, but um, with the, the cheerleading schedules and my high school kids schedules, you know, I'm, I'm usually working 
till between six and eight o'clock, sometimes uh-huh. a little later. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, I'll, I'll power down, um, put the phone away. Don't put it in my office. Don't put it next to my bed. Don't put it in my room. Um, you know, shut down. It's, it's my time with, with my wife, myself, and sit in front of the, uh, again, TV, a guy called a little mindless activity. Yep. And I try, I try to be in bed before 10, at least, you know, pushing in that direction. Yep. So I have a, um, a, 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 a 24 hour time wheel, mm-hmm. um, that I've, seen before, but recently Grant Cardone had put one out and I was like, man, that's really, you know, really look at your day and say, color in like, all right, here's my sleep time. Here's my, whatever, you know, it's got 24 hour, 24 pieces of the pie type thing. And, and really see, uh, again, that's kind of that journaling thing to really look back and be honest, you know, Hey, am I screwing around? You know, nobody's going to see it. Right. But you, um, and the, some of the best things we learn from are our mistakes. So don't be afraid to, to acknowledge your own. Yeah. You know, I really was screwing around there. I shouldn't, I could be more productive, but, um, so that's kind of what my day looks like, uh, overall, you know, it changes here and there when it, whether I'm traveling or whatever, but I always try to at least regardless of what I'm doing, always have my reading time, Yeah. you know, get up even if it's 10 minutes, but, try to get an hour in there. And, um, like you said, rhythm, I, when I don't get it, I miss it. Yeah. Yeah. I really, I really do. Yep. That's no. kind of what it looks like. No, that that's amazing. <clears throat> um, and you know, obviously your days are different. All of our days are different for, for most people. Right. But you, you gotta have what I call those anchors. Like, like this is what I'm going to mm-hmm. do every single day. And what you'll find is that when you have anchors, it, it literally anchors you to your day where you're, you're much more in a positive mindset you're much more in a, a focused mindset. And I, obviously, as you can hear from Steve, you're in an intentional mindset. When I hear everything he just said, there's intention behind everything. There's intention about when he wakes up, when he gets to work. There's even intention behind when he gets home and is more relaxed and is more spending time with his family. But every single thing that you do in your day, you want to take it seriously and make sure it's producing um, for you. Um, because I like to say, Steve, that Time management is important, but really it's all about heart management because mm-hmm. time, time doesn't produce, but your heart produces over time. Um, does, does that resonate with you? Yeah, absolutely. The intentional, that, that's a really strong word there. Um, <clears throat> you know, you make, you make, uh, you set that goal, you set that intention. Uh, hey, I'm going to be more productive or I am going to, to, to learn, or I'm going to get fit or lose weight or, you know, again, I'm going to get, better with my spouse, you know, whatever that intention, I really like that. That's a strong word. If you, you, you decide, you know, it's discipline. You decide what the priorities are. People will take up your time and people will set your day for you or, or you set your day. And sometimes you have to put those, you set those anchors, those boundaries around, um, around yourself. Like, and, and you know, people, are, Oh, you know, I, I can't get up that early. Well, have you tried it? Right. You know, yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, I don't go to bed till one o'clock. Well, there's your problem. It ain't that you can't get up. You're just not getting enough sleep. Right. <laughs> um, but, you know, the other thing is, is, is you know, it, it's not going to be comfortable, right? When we go to the gym for the first time, we're a little sore. Yeah. We get less sore. We get into the rhythm. We start, you know, our bodies acclimate. Same thing with sleep. Well, I can't go to bed before uh, midnight because I roll around. Well, okay. Well, the first night or two you might, but, um, you know, you got to, be in, intentional. I do like that word uh, about that and be committed to it. And 
get, give it a three or four days to see if it really works. Yep. Um, it's easy to say no. Yeah. Right? Oh, I can't save money. Oh, I can't work out. Oh, oh really? Tell me where you've tried. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. You just got to take that first step. And it's usually for some reason, I don't know what it is. Obviously, there's some science behind it. But usually the first step is the hardest. But once you just take another step, take another step, you just got to remind yourself that it's possible. And it's possible, what I like to say for you, it's possible for you. You, you can see Steve out here crushing his day, mastering his day and, and producing on a high level. But you got to believe it's possible for you. So with, with that, man, when we talk on the phone in the past, one of the things you say, it's a wonderful day to build apartment buildings. Is that, is that, did I get that right? You got it wrong. Oh. It's a great day. Oh, it's my a bad. Great day to build <laughs> it's so a great right. day. It's a great day. You to can build say apartment. wonderful. Wonderful is good too, but yeah. it is a great day to it's build an apartment. There you go. Uh, and, and what that indicates to me is that you, you're intentional about having a good attitude for your day. Like what, what role does that play? Cause there's so much negativity and so much going on in the world right now. We got COVID, we got, um, we got riots going on. We got the election yep. going on. Um, and, and for you guys that's listening to this in the future, we're in 2020. If you, uh, you just Google it, you'll, you'll find out about this year. Yeah, but, right. <laughs> just how, but how do you stay focused on positive things? Uh, well, first of all, understanding the, 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 the downside of negativity. I mean, it's a death spiral. And, uh, you know, the good news is that knife cuts both ways and, and, and goodness and greatness is, is a positive spiral, you know? So we, we, you know, God gives us free, free choice and, um, we decide, uh, we should, or we do have the power to decide uh, again, being intentional. That word you said was, was very strong. I'm going to be intentional in my day. And it, it is a great day to build apartments. It's a great day to have a podcast. It's a great day to be influencing other people. You know, I mean, it's really that simple. Yeah. Um, I, I like to use the metaphor of, of a, a picture, right? You know, somebody paints paints a picture. You see a nice, beautiful picture of painting or whatever it is. And then, then you see it on somebody's wall with this awesome frame around it, you know, and it totally changes that picture. Wow. Or it's an ugly frame and it really takes away from it. You know, it's yeah. like, how are you framing your day and your attitude? Uh, again, it takes discipline. Wow. Um, you know, to I keep going back to that word, because you, it's so easy to let those negative thoughts come into your mind. And, um, you know, actually, uh, I mentioned books. I'm a huge advocate. Actually, one of my favorite books is called Outwitting the Devil. Hmm. Uh it's written by Napoleon Hill. Yeah. I won't go into the whole history of the book, but it was recently published. It was a script he wrote back in the 1930s. And it talks about fear and the motivation and different aspects and, and institutions that use fear and why they use it and blah, blah, blah. The point is fear is out there and the devil uses fear. Wow. And, you know, being negative and being fearful or letting people change your mind mindset, even as simple as, Oh man, it's crappy out there, man. You know, woe is me. And you know, that just simple, uh, it seems innocuous, but it's contagious. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I get on a call and you've heard me say it, and it's funny, whenever I say, it, you know, get on the phone for a business or even my family members, right? Like, hey, how's it going, Steve? And, 
and they all think it's, you know, my, some people think it's corny and all that, but I'm like, I don't care. Right. Every time I say it, people laugh yeah. just like you did. Right. Just like I said, <laughs> you know, you're know, like, and, and, and I'm glad that I can do that, but it's more for as much for me as it is for them. Right. Um, and it just kind of sets the tone. So again, back to your word, which is great intentional. Uh, we have to be intentional in our thoughts and, um, even in the morning, you know, you get up in the morning and you're groggy. You're like, hey, it's going to be a great day. Yep. I'm going to make it a great day. Uh, that is, it sounds to some people like, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, it works. Yep. Yep. It's important. I mean, we see in the news, right? We see this, this negativity, this drama, and, you know, people start talking like it. Um, and there's so much goodness out there. I'm not ignoring those things, but why would you want to dwell on those, right. you know? things let's let's look at the positives so yeah, that's good um, and i mean you, you said so many different bombs there first of all i witting the devil that is a great book definitely highly recommended um but yeah. you, you talk about uh negativity being contagious and really positivity can be contagious too but what happens is it's the like, like you said the simple little nudges to be negative what I like to say is that if you give the devil an inch, he's going to take him out. Like it, it, it's, you can start with, Absolutely. It's, you know, it starts with one little negative thought, but next thing you know, one week later, you're, you're feeling anxiety and depression and, you know, ang to bring up anxiety and depression, it can, it can be a controversial subject. Um, you know, I like to say that probably 95% of people that I, I don't like to, judge or I don't, this is not to judge but 95 percent of people that are feeling anxiety depression is all a choice and i know that's controversial mm -hmm. everyone but you gotta sure. you gotta realize that it's a choice and this is coming from a person who has suffered from you know those type of symptoms but what i found is that when you get control over your focus when you get control over what you put your attention to that's when you start to put yourself in a positive rhythm, positive way of feeling and positive way of being. Um, and Steve, to me, you, I'm going to say a thought. You just let me know what you think. Life is all about feeling. You know, there's people that's feeling negative. They're feeling um, depressed. They're feeling anxiety. But the, really, the way you master your day is by bringing feelings of positivity. And the way you do that is through your focus, through your attention. Is that, does that resonate with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you, you know, understanding the importance of your feelings and importance of being around negativity, whether it be negative people, whether it be putting negativity into your brain through your phone or the TV or, or, or whatever, you know, Napoleon Hill's other book, Think and Grow Rich, um, it isn't just about thinking, get monetary riches, which you can, but it's, uh, you know, think and, and, and get the answer and, and don't allow, uh, you know, those, I mean, we wouldn't sit in a room with secondhand smoke, right? right? Because it, it, it can get just as bad as the primary smoke. Right. Uh, same thing with negative people. And negative, uh, that's why I try to limit what I take in on the news because there's a mantra in the media world of controversy equals cash. Wow. You know, and, and you mentioned early in, in the thing about all this stuff we're seeing is it, well, there's a lot of that out there, but the media tends to focus on that negativity, which of course, I don't think you know anybody that doesn't have a phone or doesn't have access to social media or doesn't have access to instant uh, news that typically that news is 
is negative. And so yep. being careful of being one, being around that, being around negative people, being around, you know, negative situations, uh, whether it be kids being around, uh, you know, bad friends or, you know, bad activities, you know, choices. So absolutely, uh, you know, what you're feeling is a result of your environment. Yep. And, you know, you go to church, you got all this positivity, you got a bunch of great singing, you know, and you come out feeling great, you know, that's because of your environment. And so that environment can and will affect your, your feelings and being aware of it's the first step. Like, Hey, I shouldn't be around this stuff, you know, um, and, and acknowledging it. And, um, so yeah, absolutely. There's another book I, I read. It was called, uh, feelings, um, uh, feelings buried alive huh. ne- never die really okay i have to check that out feelings buried alive never die never die and i have to look up the author but the the point of it was well, you mentioned feelings the point of it is we all have feelings and then we suppress them you know if they're negative we get angry we do this and and and, and the negative the, the negative repercussions of that they don't ever die they just get suppressed and that will either, you know, manifest itself later, either physically or it manifests itself later uh, emotionally or, you know, in a form of anxiety or depression, whatever. The, the point of it is we have to acknowledge those feelings. And and so you asked the statement about life is about feelings. And the answer is yes. Um, so if we have these negative thoughts and negative feelings, and we're in an environment that creates that. We have to understand first, oh, there it is. It's negative. Wow. Again, like if you walk into a room with secondhand smoke, you'd be like, ooh, there's a lot of smoke in this room. Let me get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Same thing is the awareness, right? Being aware of, ooh, the, this is negativity. You know, I love this person. I don't love what they're emitting. You know, you know some of our worst, Daryl, are our families, right? Yeah. <laughs> that they, yeah. We love and we just, they've stayed at this level and we've grown and we're more aware. And all of a sudden, like, man, they're really negative. Yeah. Uh, can be. Um some of the people that are closest to, to you can be that way. Yep. And it's okay. I mean, you love them any less, but you're just aware of, of that. So don't let that poison get on you. And if it does um, generate some negative feelings in, inside of you, understanding, okay, oof, I'm getting really jacked up here. I'm, re- I'm really angry. I really disagree with this person. Yeah. That's okay. Those feelings are natural, but now what do you do with them? Right. Now, if you just bury them, and, you know, don't deal with them, then, you know, then it can, it can spiral in a negative way. So um, I know there was a lot, I said a lot in that sense, but yes, feelings are, you know, your life can be your feelings and you have a choice to, you know, take in all that negativity or repel it. Doesn't mean you're judging those people, but hey, I hear you. I love you, but, uh, you know. I'm not buying it. And I mean, you have to, uh, you know, uh, um, approach them and, 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 you know, argue with them. You just, okay, there it is. I see it. I'm going to deflect it and move on and, 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 and process those feelings in a positive way. Yeah. No, that's, that's very good. And it it brings up a lot of different points. Um, Like for me, I like to see like the dream, the vision that you have as a seed. Um, and what happens is with a seed, if you put it in the wrong environment, it's, just, it's not going to grow. Like if I put a seed on the countertop, 
I come back a day later, it's, nothing's going to be there. A month later, a year, it, it can be no, no matter how far along I come back, it's still just going to be. And you can wish it. You can wish it yeah. all day long, right? <laughs> exactly. You can wish it, <laughs> yep. pray on it. Yeah, you can. Yeah, all the all the stuff that, you know, people recommend, you can pray over it, believe. It's yep. just not going to happen. But you, you just got to put, you have to put to see in the right environment. So that's, that's what I got out of that. And another thing you brought up is, uh, multiple times so far is about the news. The news, you, not only do they focus negative, right? But mm-hmm. a lot of people will argue, not only is it negative, but it's fake news as we're finding out. So like, yeah. why would you want to put attention to something that's negative? And on top of that is almost designed to be negative and put fear into you. So that, that those are some great points. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, but yeah. I, I want to talk about What's something that in your life, in your day, that you've had to defeat? Like something that it, it might have been a struggle for you to implement, might have been a struggle for you to um, adjust to, like in your day. What, is there something like that you've, you've had to deal with? Yeah, um, uh, I call them drive-bys. Um, you know, just from a, a day-to-day, people uh, uh, coming in, popping in, they all have real uh concerns or problems and, you know, running a company and having a big organization, uh, you know, ankle biters, you know, people coming in, they need this. And it's not that their needs aren't important and that their requests aren't legitimate, but it's like, you you know, it's almost like sitting behind uh, your email all day and it's just emails coming in from all places, marketing, you know, constant contact, you know, and you're like, whoa, 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 I'm getting really distracted. Uh, It can happen. Uh, in, in that form, you know, digitally. And that's one of the challenges of, of um, you know, email today is that it's just a constant uh, conduit of, of distraction and noise and relevant emails, ones you need. Right. Yeah. Uh, but the physical ones, you know, people during the day coming in and, and I don't want to say stealing my time because they need them, but hey, I was planning to do this, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, emergencies are coming in. So those are, those are the challenges and, and, you know, running an organization and uh, there's certain ways to handle that in the sense of, you know, whenever my doors uh, shut, don't come in or, or, you know, knock first or whatever that, um, you know, cause there's time that you absolutely have to get things done. Yep. Uh, but there's also people that, you know, setting those boundaries with those people. That's the other thing, you know, that, Hey, I get it. If it's a nine one one, absolutely come in, you know, especially with my kids or whatever. First thing my kids will do when they call me, Hey dad, I'm sorry. Are you in a meeting? Wow. You know, whenever they call, obviously I answer. Yep. And, and I'll, and I'll say, if I say yes, and they're like, okay, dad, I'll call you later. You know, they're, they're like very respectful of that. Um, that's just an example of what hopefully you, people you work with or in, in your environment, if you're like, Hey, you, you have a pretty rigid day or you're trying to be uh, structured in your day is, Hey, if it's a nine one one, you know, it's emergency. Absolutely. Op- always open door, but please, if you see this, you know, respect my time and I'll, I'll respect yours. Yeah, no, that's um, that's absolutely uh, amazing because uh, what I found, like if you if you want to make progress towards your goals, take towards your vision, you have to have what I call focus work. Um, yeah, mm-hmm, you, absolutely. you're going to have meetings, you're going to have, you know, that type of work, but you, you got to have focus work and that focus work. You want to commit as much time as you possibly can to that focus work, because at the end of the day, that's what's going to create your future. 
Um, the meetings are important, you know, signing the deals, but you got to have time where you're creating deals and you're, you are uh, focused on the stuff that really matters. And, you know, what Steve says is you have to protect that time, um, whether yeah. it's, you know, from family, whether it's from, um, you know, your coworkers, whoever it is or whatever it is, because it also can be email. It can be uh, notifications from your phone. Notificate. I mean, it's so much stuff that can come at you every day that if you don't protect that time, you won't have that time and you won't make progress towards your your big goals. Now, you can get by, but you won't make yeah. like if you have big vision, it, it just won't get done. Is that is that true for you? Well, again, back to your word intentional, um, you know, if you know what the what the end in mind is and, and all of a sudden you're, you'll be busy, right? You'll be busy all day and you'll be like, man, I got a lot, you know, like I'm really busy and you feel like, but you're, you're not getting to, to that intent. You're not getting a step closer to that goal, uh, whatever it might be, a sales goal or, or, or what have you, that if you let all these distractions you're not just sitting there doing nothing. That's, that's the problem is if you don't recognize it, like know what it is like, okay, this person's coming in, you know, that really wasn't that important. And now I'm off. Like I'm, I'm out of my rhythm, you know, right. uh, uh, now I gotta, it's not uh, the time, but it's like, okay, now I gotta get my mind back. Okay. Where was I? I was in the flow. I was uh, okay. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you, you know, you lose that momentum. That's, that's the negative side of, those, uh, ankle biters, you know, yeah. is, it's not just the time that, you know, 30 seconds they came in that takes you another 10 or 15 minutes to get back to where you were mentally. Yeah. And, and, th- and that's that creative time. That's that focus time you mentioned, which is just incredible, especially if you're in a production based business, you know, you're a sales guy, you're running a company, you know, the, another <laughs> great book, uh, I read, uh, the e-myth, uh, talks about the difference between working in your business and working on your business. Wow. You know, so when you're in your business, it's all the the daily grind and the answering this and answering that. And, you know, you're kind of processing paperwork and this and that. Well, the, the, the production guy, the sales guy, the business owner, you know, depending on what role you have in your life or in your company, you know, I need to be working on the business. Like what's the next where's the new, the new project, you know, we're an apartment developer, you know, where's the new piece of land, where's the new construction contract, where's the new, because all those people, uh, you know, have jobs. Obviously I get paid to produce and, and, you know, I can work on that project all day long and then the project's over and we got no more new business. Right. Yeah. You know, so, so that's where, you know, not only personally and being intentional, but, you know, setting up your organization and such that you can stay out front, you know, in the, in a production way, but. That's good. You know, I, I got, I, you, you've dropped so many bombs throughout this interview. I know we're getting close to our time here. Uh, but I, again, I, I appreciate the time. I, I got one, one or two maybe uh, questions for you. So let's sure. just say um, I'm going to put a scenario out there and let's, I, I don't know. I know your daughters, they're sharp. They're, this would never happen or be their um, way of being. But let's say there's a person that, that has been able, they haven't been able to master their day. And it's your daughter. They're inconsistent. Mm-hmm. They live their day like a roller coaster. One day they're up, one day they're down. They're constantly anxious, um, unable to focus. What advice would you give them? Um, again, uh, start small. 
Uh, and by the way, I have teenagers, so they're exactly everything you just said. <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, when the message comes from me, right, I'm dad. Yeah. Uh, I, I learned this when I was, uh, I did some coaching um, several years ago, and, and I, I learned this pretty quickly. And this is, uh, again, from uh, if there's any parents listening, don't get frustrated because, you know, uh, the parent can say a, a, a sentence or tell their kid to do something, right? And they're, they roll their eyes, okay, dad, okay, mom, you know, and they roll their eyes and there's no action. Wow. The coach can say the exact same words and the exact same whatever. Yes, coach, no problem. <laughs> you know, yeah. because, and it's not the parents, the parents haven't done anything wrong. It's just that they're their parent. Right. And, and the relationship's different. So uh, so my kids, I had the same challenge, right? Uh, talking to my kids about certain things or whatever. My daughter comes home, hey, I was talking to uh, Miss Sams, the teacher, and, and she said this, this, and this, and I want to work on this. Wow. And she's a, a leadership coach there in their high school. And I'm like, wow. I was like, <laughs> awesome. Like that was from God, you know, like, like I've been trying to get her to do that, but she doesn't realize I've been trying to say the same thing to her over and over again. Yeah. So my point being is, you know, with the kids, let's talk specifically about that, but again, start small. And, and you used the metaphor earlier about seeds. And, and, and I believe we're as parents and uh, in the, the uh, role of planting seeds wow. and we have to continue to, to water them. And some seeds grow faster than others and, and some take a long time to grow. So just don't give up on it in that, Hey, we have to start small. Uh, same thing with, with the kids on, um, you know, you can come down on them and be real structured and they're going to just shut down, you yeah. know? And, but uh, if it's, if you're working with, if you're talking about like coworkers or whatever, it's just start today, you know, start small. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but yeah, the, the parent kid thing is, is a challenge, um, and not getting frustrated. You know, again, I mentioned earlier about coaching, um, and, and we were before that, even in my younger years, right. When I just got out of the military, I was involved in youth ministry with the teenagers. And, uh, uh, same thing was, um, we're planting seeds. You know, some are going to be rebellious and it's going to take forever and some sprout real quick, but it's just don't get frustrated and, and, and continue to build that relationship with the, the, the kid, your kid or those other kids or, yeah. or your teammates or, or your workmates, you know, whatever environment it is um, that you have to have the credibility with them. Yeah. Right. And as parents, we have a certain bit of credibility, but when it comes to, you know, teaching them about priorities and teaching them about, uh, you know, planning and organizing. We don't necessarily have, we have the label of parents. So we're sometimes not listened to, right. but don't, don't give up on it and, and, and read the environment. But yeah, it's, it's start small, start, start, you know, you can't get them to drink from a fire hose cause they totally turn off. And, uh, as they start to absorb, um, you know, turn, turn the flow up a little bit and, and hopefully that, those seeds start to sprout. Yeah, no, that's that's very good. And this is the last question, y'all. So this this is a uh, probably my favorite question, and it's really how I met Steve. So it's probably about five six years ago now. Um, I was um, yep. you know doing some tutoring services at the time, and um, I, we we stumbled upon each other. Actually, his wife uh, found me on a website, 
And, you know, I'm just going to give the scenario why they needed a tutor, which was it's still mind blowing to me. And it, um, Steve would talk on it. But uh, his girls were going on a excursion literally around the world. Now, when I say around the world, I'm not talking about going to Europe, coming back. No, I'm saying literally around the world um, where they were traveling, uh, staying at different hotels, different. Um, I don't think Airbnbs, but um, similar Hot type hostels. of scenarios. Yeah, hostels and everything. And, you know, for me, that was like, man, that's goals, man. But one of the things why they needed tutors, because they were taking their kids out of school um, for the last, I think, couple of weeks or something like that. Now, someone you might look at that and say, well, that's unproductive. Like, you know, but to me, that's like one of the most productive things you can do is have experiences. Um, so can you talk on that? Like, why, why was it so important that you gave your daughters that experience um, for them at, at that age? Yeah, you know, um, well, the age thing, it's very tough to do it in high school. So they were right before high school. They were um, sixth and seventh graders. So some people might argue that's really young. and It probably was, but it's very difficult. Yeah, we took them out at spring break and then they, they came back basically uh, mid-July. So, um, uh, you know, it was basically uh, school without walls right. and was kind of the theme. And it was a worldwide getaway is what they called it. And um, they did. They went all the way from, you know, to China, to Thailand, to um, in the, into uh, uh, Turkey and, and, and Europe and anyway, all the way around the world. And it was pretty amazing. I, I fortunately was able to link up with them a couple of times in route. Um, they were basically gone for three and a half months. But, um, yeah, it was experiences and, um, it was a matter of, uh, obviously it was a lot of fun to travel, but, uh, it was a, a tough trip. I mean, they were, uh, stayed in some nice hotels, but a lot of times it was, uh, you know, some hostels and, you know, long 16, 18 hour plane rides and, wow. you know, for them to learn one, how to travel, you know, my, my wife and I are, um, our mission as parents is, to raise strong, uh, independent women and, um, pretty short and sweet, but th that trip was part of that. Um, you know, they all had backpacks, they had 35 pound backpacks. And, um, my, my niece went along with her with my wife. She was kind of the other adult on the trip. She was in her mid twenties and actually had taken a semester off school to do this. She was in a chiropractic college. So, um, but for women traveling uh, around the world in, in and around through, you know, some Muslim countries where some people thought was crazy. Um, but again, showing how uh, naive the news is and, and other people are with regard to people are just awesome around the world. And regardless of whether they're Muslim, Jewish, Catholic, uh, non-denominational or whatever, uh, people are just beautiful. Yep. And that was probably one of the biggest takeaways uh, was to have them exposed to people from around the world and the different, uh, way they live and, and their, their, um, lifestyle and, you know, people, people are the same, you know, they, we all want the same things. And, uh, so it was good for them to experience the, the difficulties of traveling, the, you know, the, the, the planning, the organizing, uh, like they would get into an airport and Teresa would say, all right, Joya, um, here's our flight information, get us to the next gate, wow. you know, just kind of how to navigate around an airport and, uh, or even hail a cab, uh, in Thailand and, you know, with 
nobody would really speak English. So they just, uh, yeah, you know, every time we talk about it, it just puts a big smile on our face. And we're fortunately blessed to be able to do it and grateful. But I I will tell you, um, and, and actually while Teresa was planning this trip and I was doing some research online and, you know, again, I was because of the news and everything you hear, I was concerned about four women traveling uh, you know, unaccompanied by a male, you know, without a male around the world. And, um, you know, some of the websites were, you know, I stumbled across female solo travelers, you know, women that travel around the world by themselves yeah. and you would read their vlog and their blog. And they, and they, the thing that jumped off the page to me multiple times from different people were the people the closest to you are going to be the ones that won't support it. Wow you know, like try to talk you out of it and yeah. tell you about all the dangers. Now they do it out of love. Yeah. Right. But, and, but they're just, they're, they're consumed by what they hear in the immediate media. They don't do the research. They do, but then there's obviously other people like I have a lot of school teachers in our family and they're like, man, that is unbelievable. That's going to learn more than they ever could learn in their classroom. And yeah. that is awesome. And, you know, I, as a parent would say, are you sure we're doing the right thing? You know, they're going to miss, the last part of the school, don't worry. They're only, you know, the middle school's time to do it. And, you know, they were totally supportive, you know, in that sense. Um, yeah. and, and so we did, we, we realized a lot of those great benefits as well as many others, but yeah, we were very fortunate. I got to give my wife major props for all the planning and, um, all, all the gear. And, uh, it was, it was amazing. So, uh, yeah, Daryl, you were a big part of that. So when they came back, getting them back up to speed and cause we did have to, uh, you know, uh, the, the retake of an admissions test at their school. And there was a bunch of homework and stuff that you were obviously a big part of helping, uh, to, to get them, keep them up to speed. So we thank you for that. Yeah. Darryl, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I, I thank you guys. Cause like I said, I, I didn't even know that was something you can even have a goal for. So <laughs> that was yeah. good. You know, once I have kids and, but even, even now, right. It's, it's important to expose and experience as much as you can in life. Um, and you, you might, the listeners might be thinking like, what does that have to do with my day? But it has everything to do with your day because what you experience and expose yourself to, it, it expands your mind. Um, it expands the way you approach your day. It expands the way you, um, you know, believe and think things are possible in your life. Like when you meet someone overseas and even like, it gives you an even greater appreciation for where you live too. Um, I think a lot of times we can not appreciate, particularly if you're listening from America. And no, this is not a, a, a kickback or anybody from any other country. But in America, we got it very good. Um, and sometimes it takes going mm-hmm. to somewhere else where you see, okay, this is um, we 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 is definitely different in America. So. Um, that's one thing that travel has done for me, too. But I don't want to hold you too much longer, Steve. Um, I appreciate you jumping on. Um, well, just- Dale, let, me, let, me make, let me make one quick comment about yeah, yeah. The, the perception, right? I mean, we talked about the news, and I'll just give you one quick story. Yeah. Um, you know, we were, we were traveling. Um, one of the countries, you know, a lot of Muslim countries, and we heard a lot about, again, this is 2020. So leading up to 2020, there's been a lot of news because the news loves to publish, you know, terrorism and bombs and all these things, you know, that they looks great on the news uh, and people become very fearful. Um, you know, we, we were traveling through Turkey and, and, you know, Turkey had had uh, a bombing or two um, prior to us getting there. And my family was very concerned. Wow. And, and then when you really drill down on like the size of Turkey, 
or Istanbul. And the number of people, and it was like 10 million people in wow. the city of Istanbul, you know, and, and there was two bombings, right? And, and, and then when you do a comparison where we had a, an awful shooting here in Orlando, right? And it made worldwide news. And it's like, Daryl, do you feel unsafe walking around Orlando? Right. Yeah. You know, and in Orlando is 2 million people. Right. You know, versus 10 million. So from a scale perspective, until you, you know, you read the news, you're like, oh, my God, all of Turkey's being blown up. But but when you really look at it from a sense of scale and when you really get there and you understand, like, I don't feel unsafe. And these people are super nice and they're Muslim and, and they're beautiful and they want the same things we want. Right. And But if you were to just focus on what you hear in the news and not experience the world, you would have this perception that's totally wrong. Yeah, I don't think the media is trying, trying, trying to make it that way. It was just the way it comes out. So, so that was kind of a big takeaway. And then one last quick story on that was my girls got back to school uh, the following year. And, you know, again, uh, a lot of stuff in the news about terrorism and this and that. And, and, and one of the teachers had made a very adverse comment about, you know, where my kids went to a Christian school, they made a very adverse comment about Muslims. And, and my daughter fortunately had the, the gumption to raise her hand and say, look, um, I, I just want you to know that the Muslim people, I've met a lot of Muslim people and they are beautiful people. They're very nice. Wow. And, and, and that's an accurate statement. And I was like very proud yeah. uh, that you had the, the gumption to do that. So, but she would not have had that point of reference without, without experiencing, you know, these parts of the world. And fortunately, you know, we, we were blessed to be able to do it, but you don't have to take a trip around the world for three and a half months to, to get that perspective. No, that's, you know? that's, uh, that's very good. And then I'll, I'll end it on this note, um, this on, in that similar vein, um, you know, it's about experiencing the world, but it's also just experiencing, you know, other people. Um, people. I think our, right. Our, our, our country is so divided right now. Um, and just to be, um, straightforward with it. You got liberals, you got conservatives, you got Trump supporters, you got Biden supporters, you got Black Lives Matters, and you got um, mm -hmm. Blue Lives Matters. And I'm not going to go into um, which one is right or wrong, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of it is created from we don't experience each other. We don't just, you know, talk with each other and learn from each other. And at the end of the day, politics is only like a small fraction of our life. And then really, at the end of the day, like when you go to... Uh, us uh, get a new apartment you're not thinking about you know uh what their political beliefs are you're thinking about you know this is a human being this is a person so that's a great point yeah um and i appreciate you jumping on today any any last parting words for the audience yeah i do want to you know you made the, the the vision piece i don't believe we're as divided as the media is purporting it to be that's reporting true, yeah. it to be just like i mentioned about the Muslims and, and, and that is, I don't think it's a, an intentional thing the media is doing. It's just understanding that it's a very narrow view of that particular thing. It doesn't mean that, you know, every cop in America is hunting down black people or every, you know, or vice versa. So, right. you know, uh, so that's again, being aware of, Hey, you're in a secondhand smoke filled room <laughs> yeah. when, when, when you're looking at a media, a social media, or a, uh, even a mainstream media, or whatever you want to call it, um, a story that, hmm, I don't know, that doesn't feel right. You know, like, you know, you, you'd think that all of um, 
St. Louis was, 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 was on fire, you know, where people are um, fighting each other, but it's not it. So, so just being, I'm not suggesting that that's not happening in that part of the world, but just undertake it in context. That's the challenge with media. And, And again, I'm not picking on the media overall, other than they do have a responsibility in, 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 the division you just communicated, I would agree with you that there is a perception because a lot of people are getting it from their phone. I'm not getting it down my street. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're not all fighting in the street or, you know, waving flags one way or the other. But if I go on TV, the whole world is doing it, you know? So understanding the context of that division that I agree with you, there is a perception of division, but I don't believe we're divided. No, I, I totally I mean, look, agree with that. Daryl, yeah. hey, you're you're a, you're a man of color, right? You're a black man. I'm a white guy. Yeah. Are we divided? No. <laughs> no, right? And, and you could say, hey, we're you and I are a microcosm of the world. Well, good, we're not divided. Right. But then, then, then we could probably find a group of people that are divided, and now all of a sudden we think the whole world, and that's the power. The knife cuts both ways of those media outlets. Yeah. And let's not all take the bait in that sense. I'm not saying freedom of press is bad because it's not, I'm all for it, but there's a certain amount of responsibility that under, just like we were talking about planning your day, understanding the environment that you're operating in and not letting those outside uh, factors affect your day. Don't let it affect your perception. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So anyway, that's my last parting. When when you, you mentioned the division, I will agree with you. Perception is that way. I just don't think we're as divided as it comes comes apart. No, I I absolutely agree. Sometimes I wake up and you know you hear about something that that's happening, and then you go out throughout your day. You're talking with black people, white people, Asian, you know, all different types of people, and it's like, what are they talking about? Like, where's this division that people are talking right. about? <laughs> like, I don't see it. So. Not in my neighborhood or my town. Or right. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's definitely uh, not as divided as they. Uh, I would say as they want you to, but I don't know the, the way they put it out to be. Um, maybe I'm not suggesting that. there's not, I'm not suggesting there's bad actors and bad behavior. Cause there is, yeah. it's just, that's what's getting focused on. Yep. And we're not ignoring it. Just like we won't ignore getting in our car and putting seatbelts on, yep. you know, accidents happen, but it doesn't mean every car on the, on the road is driving into telephone poles. So, yep. you know, it's kind of that thing is that, Hey, yeah, it's happening. I agree. Yep. I see it on film. But why is the news? Why is the news publishing that? Well, because there's nothing else to publish, and that's what they get paid for. Yeah, yeah. You know. No. So anyway, I just want you know, I, I'm and the people around me know. I and I'm not a oh, fake news, fake. You know, everything's fake news. It's yeah. not. It's it's just let's understand the context in which it's being delivered. Right. Yeah. No, that's absolutely good. And this has been an honor talking with you. And I appreciate. We're about a, a hour and six minutes in. So appreciate sure. you taking the time today. Um, if, if anyone wants to get in touch with you, is there um, an email or um, website? I know it's controvest.com, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, yeah, that's our uh, website. It's uh, My email is sogier, which is O-G-I-E-R, at uh, controvest.com. So it's S-O-G-I-E-R at controvest.com. And, um, 
Awesome. You can throw an email in there with every all the other emails that come in during yeah. the day. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get to it, but just not during focus times. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. That's right. Yep. No, but appreciate yep. you jumping on. And ladies and gentlemen, this has been Stephen Ogden, and I am Daryl Woods. And if you want to master your life, we know that you have to master your day. If you want to have a good year, you got to have a good month. You want to have a good month. You want to have a good week. If you want to have a good week, you got to at least just have one good day and just day after day after day, get after it. So with that, thank you, Steve. Round of applause for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.